This podcast is brought to you by Mezcala Nursery, located at 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805. Mezcala is family-owned, family-ran since 2007. This is the house of succulents growing grounds, you guys. I'm talking everything you can possibly imagine in the succulent realm, from your common everyday plants to more rare and obscure imports. They have all kinds of different cacti and euphorbias. They can service your landscaping needs. And they have a bunch of hoop houses dedicated to houseplants. And I go to Sergio anytime I have to do a pop-up. Anytime I'm going to do a pop-up, I go to them and I keep my shop stocked by supporting Mezcala. They have everything you need in one place. Mezcala is also on Instagram, at Mezcala Nursery. They keep their stories updated daily of these plants that can come and go really quickly. You could miss it. Make sure to go show them some love. It's also very family-friendly, and the customer service is on point. I'm there all the time. I bring my kids with me. They always have a great time. 6901 Orange Avenue, Long Beach, California, 90805, Mezcala Nursery. Welcome back, everyone, to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on July 2nd, 2021, with my guest, Ivan Garibaldo of Garibaldo's Nursery. You guys, I'm fucking beaming right now. This was such an amazing episode. Ivan's energy is incredible. I felt very connected with him, and he's just so passionate and uplifting and just really inspired me. And I left feeling a lot better than I did coming into the episode. So thank you very much for that, Ivan. Thank you for sharing your story with us. And thank you to the plant community for continuing to support this podcast. I hope you guys enjoy. Here's Ivan. Ivan of Garibaldo's Nursery is here. Hey, guys. Peace and blessings. Yes, yes. Thank you for, Mm -hmm. for doing this, Ivan. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure my phone's on. Do not disturb before I get noises. Okay. So why don't we start with the basics? Who are you? Where are you from? Um, I am Ivan. Ivan Garibaldo. Uh-huh. Some of my closest friends call me Russ. Um, I'm originally from Downey, California, and I was born in Huntington Park okay. back in 92. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Where did uh, where did the nursery get started? I guess yeah. Let's how how did plants get started? Actually, where 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 did you find your love for plants? Um, the love for plants. I gotta say that I started to actually uh, have a real connection and a love for them uh-huh. about maybe four or five years ago. Uh-huh. But uh, wow. Um, my first nursery visit was at the age of six, uh-huh. so it was early, early. But uh, from there on out, I wasn't really paying attention to plants, you know, uh-huh. until later in my life, until uh, I actually got in back into the nursery business, uh-huh. and I started to actually uh, kind of just tap in a bit more, you know. So okay. I started to actually fall in love with plants, you know. And what, what what they were doing to me, they were changing me a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. Any, oh yeah. Any idea what changed that that drew you back to that? Were you searching for something? Uh, not quite, actually. Um, my father was kind of giving me the heads up that uh, we were needing more help at the nursery business, uh-huh. uh, at our family nursery business. And um, at the time, I was working at In and Out for a couple of years, uh-huh. and I decided to leave in and out and I learned a whole lot from that whole business. And I went back to uh, our nursery, Garibaldo's nursery. And pretty much I applied everything that I learned at in and out and I applied it at the nursery Uh and it it flowed very easily and very smoothly. And everything started to kind of pick up a little bit more, but um, that's where I kind of noticed that uh, my love for plants was kind of like, it was barely starting, but 
I actually had to relearn a lot of the plants again when I came back because I already knew a couple of things, but I wasn't into anything like that, you know? But yeah, I really got into it when I came back. And it sounds like you brought a fresh perspective to the nursery with a different skill set maybe that yeah, helped improve very much it, so. helped improve the nursery. Very much, yeah. As far as um, providing quality service, and it wasn't just like forced out, it was very genuine. Right. And it was out of love and, you know, it was straight out of my heart, you know. So for everybody that was coming through, I would just be like, yo, what's up, you know, how you doing, this and that. And I was just more um, kind of like a free bird in this big nest. And I just felt very like free of anything to kind of just, I don't know, uh, spread out my wings and just kind of like just do me and figure out my ways here at the nursery. So, so it's kind of like a fresh start again, you know? So I imagine you, you experienced uh, an, a significant amount of growth yourself in these last five years. Oh yeah, man. If anybody that knows me like years ago, yeah, they would have, they would have been like, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I completely changed like from how I used to be and a couple of years until now. Yeah. I'm completely different. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, you know, yeah. you strike you struck me like that too because it was the first time we really had like a face-to-face conversation was just like last week I came down to the nursery and mm-hmm. everything you just said rings very true. That was my experience with you and that's been the experience of others that I've spoken to. Everybody speaks very highly of your energy, which I got when I came and saw you, you know, like um, very in tune to those kinds of things and uh, you're knowledgeable and friendly and welcoming and genuine and, and that's great. You know, it Absolutely. makes it for a happy, happy visit. <laughs> I mean, we need it more than ever right now, you know, and yeah. I don't say that because I have to be, you know, I say it because we need each other right now the most. You know? mm-hmm. So that's, I don't look at my nursery anymore as like a nursery anymore. Mm-hmm. I look at it as like a, a healing sanctuary for some. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So anybody who's stressing out a bit, y'all come by, take a stroll. Y'all need to talk, you know, come on by, you know, yeah. it's, it's, um, it's more of a healing sanctuary for sure nowadays. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. You know, I, I just was talking to my friend's mom. I messaged you about it the other day. She came to our pop-up and she's talking about <laughs> this nursery that she always go to, goes to and this guy, Ivan and shout out to Pokey yeah. Succulents. It's my friend, friend's mom, Priscilla. Um, she was like, Oh, speaking so highly of you. He shows me his private greenhouse and, He's so knowledgeable. I love him so much. And I was like, you talking about Garibaldo's nursery? And she's like, yeah, you know them? I was like, oh, yeah. 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 Priscilla, she's a great gal. She's been coming to the nursery for a good couple of years. Yeah. Great. Yeah, she's real cool. Um, And that's mostly how everybody is, you know, that comes through. They're real cool, mellow people. And, uh, geez, um, I've met so many folks just through Instagram and the nursery. It's, It's been crazy. It's been cool. That's the thing about plants is it's a certain type of person from what I've seen, yeah. you know, mostly mellow. You see, that's the, the beauty of a plant is that it'll connect you. Right. Even if it doesn't even have you on hold, it'll connect you still. Like It's crazy. Yes. It's a deeper thought in there, you know, it's a d- deeper message in there. Yeah. Well, you strike me as a spiritual person too. How has that evolved and, you know, what? Well, how do you identify that? Um, most definitely most definitely um and when i hear spirituality i think of kevin you know crazy for cactus you know Ah, but um yeah he's a great guy and uh funny thing is that he always catches me when i'm like having a rough one he'll come by Ah. and if it's either for like a split minute or five minutes or 20 he like it's like he's always there at the right time when i need him to be you know it's crazy yeah, shout out to Kev. That's no coincidence. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But um, as far as like the nursery and me being more of a, being more spiritual, uh-huh. yeah, it takes it takes some time, man. Take some time. Um, and I don't say that because you know, like you don't have to have a nursery, you know, you don't have to have a plant, but you just have to find inner growth in yourself and. There has to be a guidance, and I think plants in my nursery are pretty much what kind of anchor me down and ground me. Yes. And uh, that's Mother Nature, and um, 
you know, whether you're religious or not, you know, um, a higher being or higher creator created plants, you know? Yeah. So I feel as though, um, I guess one can say that God, I guess, travels through the plants and then the plants kind of give me the message. And that's what helps me kind of, you know, redirect my path and uh, help me structure myself as a human being, you know? I love that. But uh, I owe it a lot to plants, man. You know, because I was a a very ruthless, um, wild guy and emotions were always high up there and shit, you know, and now anybody that comes through, they'll just see me as a very calm, relaxing, uh, very humble, down-to-earth type of guy. Yeah. And uh, it was completely different a few years ago. So I think the nursery has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Wow. How blessed are you to be surrounded by that thing that's that's helping you be grounded and anchored and calm and all of those <laughs> things you just said. I mean, it's it's too good, man. I, you know, and I want to share it. I want to share it with everybody, you know, and yeah. hence why I'm here, you know, and why I want to share my background and my, my stories, you know, my experiences. I appreciate that. And that's why I I love speaking to people like yourself and all of the previous guests, like everybody's stories are so unique and it's what qualifies them to, to be able to do what they do, you know, to, to to fill their, whatever their part in the community is. Everybody kind of, you know, has a role, whether they mean to or not, you know, we can all help each other and build each other up and, you know, you have a Absolutely. home base for people like us, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. And you guys are more than welcome. And, you know, in the past few years, you know, um, I feel as though there's knowledge that needs to be shared, you know? Yeah. With with anybody that's interested in plants or just finding themselves, you know? So, yeah. 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 I'll say you showed me something that... I think I had heard it before, but it really like stuck with me after you told me was where to cut plumeria because I have a lot of plumeria and I was just there the other day and you showed me exactly where so that it can continue to grow new branches. And even that little piece of information, I tend to go all the way in <laughs> and cut, yeah, yeah. cut them all the mm-hmm. way in <laughs> and I'm doing yeah, it wrong. You know? A lot of people do. Yeah, uh, it's okay. It's um, knowledge that I've actually um, experienced myself. Uh-huh. There's... And that's where the failure becomes the main teacher here. Sure. You know, of at course. the nursery. So yeah. we welcome it. If we're failing, it's because we're learning off of it. You know? Yeah. We have to learn from it. So it's okay. But if we're losing a lot, so we got to be careful. You know? But yeah. yeah, man. There's a lot of information that we shared it with people that a lot of folks don't know. Yeah. You know? And it could be the simplest, like, where to cut plumerias or when to water lavender on time. You know? Yeah. And not midday, you know, so there's a lot of information. Yeah, you guys are like yeah. experimenting for us. You can, you have the room for the trial and error and all that. Since you do yeah, it all you day, say every day. You know? <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely, yeah. That's cool. Do you mind um, talking about how your family's nursery got started and the backstory behind that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Let's see. Um... Garibaldo's nursery started back in the year 2005, okay. and that was the year that um, my father's old boss, my father's boss, um, Larry Kawahara, he used to own the nursery before us, uh-huh. and I think he owned it about maybe 10 or plus years or so, and before that, his father owned it too. Wow. So the nursery... We're grandfathered in here as far as like being on the property of Edison. Uh-huh. And when Larry's father um, used to own the nursery, his house is actually still here. The original house that's next to the nursery. Mm. There wasn't a wall in between. There wasn't any power towers at the moment you know, at, the, at those times. Yeah. And uh, pretty much um, Larry Kawahara and his father, it used to be called Aki and Sons. And my father, he used to work for Aki and Sons. Wow. And soon enough, his uh, Larry's father retired. And then Larry retired. And Larry was actually, um, he called my father. And he told him if you would like to continue the nursery, that you would pretty much sell him everything that's on the property. And that was including the inventory, um, the materials, um, tractor, forklift, trucks, and so on, you know. Cool. So we 
And the whole background on how we got the nurseries was quite a sacrifice. And it's very personal to me. And I'm not too sure if I'm ready to share that, okay. you know, but no it's very personal to me. Yeah. But um, the, the struggles were real back then, you know, and uh, uh, kickstarting it off for the first years were kind of tough too. Yeah. But um, everything started to go a bit smoothly after like the seventh year or so, <laughs> you know. Well, you guys survived the crash as well, right? Yeah, Shortly after yeah. You bought it. Yeah, in yeah. 2008 and nine, I remember that quite frequently. Yeah, it's by, it's it's vivid. If anything, yeah, it's it's not like I uh, there's not a day I don't recall those moments, man, where uh, we were struggling pretty heavy, you know. Mm. That and the the drop tolerant, of course, the scenery where Cali was really really like dry at one point, really hot, you know. We had mm. to be careful. And that's where the whole movement of like um, succulents and cactus came into play, you know. Right. Yeah. Helped yeah. it explode. Oh yeah. Like when the drought started, um, I think I remember the very first few succulents we brought in were like gasterias, you know, Haworthias, mm. um, some of those old world succulents, if anything, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that was like probably like eight years ago maybe or a little bit more mm. back in 2010 2009 yeah yeah but damn that was a that was a tough one for my family and yeah I would imagine. when we entered the nursery and then the crash hit the recession yeah. you know, it was quite something but yeah yeah sure enough we pulled through it and we pulled through that and we we pulled through this pandemic too and yeah by the grace of god and we're doing all right man yeah i remember at the time the government was doing a lot of uh native landscaping drought tolerant landscaping grants you could apply through the city in certain areas and get absolutely those, get your yard redone yeah yeah uh we actually uh work with the city of long beach they okay. do two programs where uh they pretty much um the residents of long beach go through the city and the city provides them the plants for free right they give them a voucher and we're one of the few cities us and uh ricardo's nursery we're one of the two main nurseries that provide California native plants wow. to the city of Long Beach. Yeah. I didn't know that. What a great gig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do uh, the parkway program and the lawn to garden program. Yeah, that's what I've seen. It's hard to get. I, I would love to get yeah. that. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But yeah, you guys could still uh, purchase our California natives, um, you know, on the side, yeah. you know, but pretty much they provide you a voucher for that. Yeah, righteous. Yeah. That's cool. So you're like, in a sense, you guys are helping save the planet, you know? Somewhat, yeah. you know, it, it, you know, everybody's doing their part, you know? Sure. Yeah. But that's cool. It's a cool, it's a cool thing to participate in, man. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about your personal collection. Um, how is that? Personal collection. Um, I got to say, it's not as strong as it was back in like 2017 you know mm. <laughs> uh that's where i pretty much uh, hopped on the instagram and uh i started to be more active on social media mm. and that's where i started to get to know more about the plant community and start learning more about succulents and i think that's where my collection started mm. was just hopping on instagram and just kind of uh, talking about succulents and then joining the long beach cactus club Uh a few years back and that's where the collection started to grow and grow and grow Uh and especially because i started uh going to these shows and sales and next thing you know you're coming home with like i don't know 20 plants or so you know and it starts to add up next thing you know you're like at a hundred or more Uh you know so it got to a point where yeah this uh private greenhouse of mine was packed it was just full of like nice stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And eventually, um, I had a greenhouse at the backyard at my house, and then eventually I had to take that down and I had to bring bring it back. But uh, I didn't have that same space, so I ha- actually had a part with certain of my collection. So. Mm-hmm. The, the collection isn't as big and as beautiful as it once was, but the ones that are now here with me are the ones that I pay most attention to. So uh, the ones that I do have, they're, they're here and 
uh, I love caring for them and you know whether I know it or not they're caring for me too absolutely uh, yeah there's some goodies in there that I, I feel like I haven't seen and then there's some you know of the average you know yeah but yeah there's a there's a lot of fun stuff and at the end of the day when I clock out here uh, that's pretty much where I go to yeah you know that's that's the room where I'm chilling at that's the room where I'm kind of just zoning out and in my element and Pretty much that's the last room I kind of say bye and I jam out, you know, out of the yeah. nursery. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. ever, do you ever experience like any type of burnout from working in the nursery and then, you know, going mm. to care for your own collection? I would imagine that it's, it mm. could be, depends. Not quite. No? You, you, you kind of have quite a, a love. If anything, um, you, you learn to separate uh, business with your actual collection. You uh-huh. know? Uh-huh. Those that are actually doing this, like as a legit business, you're going to be busy with uh, everything that's kind of flowing, and, you know, your daily things. Right. And then at the end of the day, that's kind of where you kind of wind down and chill at, you know. Yeah. So I actually look forward to uh, going into the room, yeah. kind of like just mellowing out and just letting my mind go and just staring at these specimens, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, whether they be flowering or not, they, they're all all the time. They're lovely to me something to appreciate you know are you drawn to any particular species or genus more um yes and no i gotta say man i love all plants yeah all the plants have a, a, a characteristic and a beauty to it you just kind of have to look at them you know mm-hmm. yeah really observe them what do you have the most of um something that i probably can't say here you know okay. but uh <laughs> no uh Pretty much, um, let me see, Adromiscus, I think, right now, planting them all by leaves, and there's a bunch of four inch and six inch, and they're now, they're not out for sale right now, but they're growing real nice, and I think I will be displaying them pretty soon, but. And what's that? What's that? Hydromiscus? Is that what you said? Adromiscus? Mm. I'm not familiar. And, um. Uh, some burgundy purple or more of a reddish tone kind of speckled plant um yeah i, I wish i could you know i could go and grab one but i'm a little far out that's okay <laughs> but um but yeah pretty much there's there's always something new man like you know new succulents coming out whether there's hybrids or old ones that you just don't see anymore or you know stuff like that mm. stuff that's trending you know but um Usually that's out of the collection room, mm. and I'm very eager to show that too. Yeah. But, you know, there's uh, there's always new goodies to be showing. Yeah. Now you spend a lot of time grafting, correct? Somewhat, yeah. yeah. It's, it's and and it's always late too. <laughs> so yeah, I'm always. In fact, this is the only thing I have kind of near me, uh, like a little PB cactus uh-huh. with a little crescent form on it. Oh wow. Yeah. So I'm kind of. Deciding whether I should graft that or not, or just root it on its own. But yeah. So would Pretty you cool. graft that whole piece? Well, some folks would probably even cut this portion just and just tip, graft right? it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> the tip, dude. Yeah. Or you could just, you know, keep them together because why not, you know? Yeah. One ugly, one beauty. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, it's some folks, you know, I'm pretty sure some folks hate grafting and some folks don't. Yeah. Some folks do it for seed production and some folks do it for love or for the skills or just for the heck of it, you know? Yeah. But um yeah, I, I like to graph whether it be um weird ugly plants like that or um just to have more of that yeah. same plant, you know. But yeah. Yeah, I'll say it's it's not it's not always the most visually stimulating thing. I can see why some people look at it and they they don't see, you know, the beauty that maybe the person that's doing it is. But at the same time, if you, f- there are certain ones where I'm like, you, they tell me the age, and then my mind is blown. Oh, this is a one-year-old so-and-so, and it's yeah. freaking the size of a five-year-old plant. Yeah. You know? It's crazy. It's crazy. But that's the beauty, you know? And that itself is a life lesson, I guess, you know? Right. Um, the, the grafting stock, the host providing energy to the very top yeah. you know that's a there's a beauty in there you know for sure something artistic about it i'm very sure much, meditative as well yeah the process. and um it teaches you too and if you're not getting it right the first time it's okay you're not getting it right the second time it's all right you know yeah. just don't fail and keep 
keep at it, you know? Just because you're not getting it right the first couple of times doesn't mean that, you know what, she's going to drop this or you're not ever going to do it again. Yeah. It, it does take some time. And uh, I know that there are some folks that have been doing it a whole lot more than I have. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm an amateur too compared to other folks that are doing it on the daily, you know? So yeah. there's different methods, different routines, different like ways to, to graft, you know? Yeah. Some use rubber bands, some don't. Some, so it's a whole, it's, a, it's like how you said, it's, a, it's an art to it, you know? Yeah. You mentioned fruit trees the other day when I saw you. That's, a, yeah. that's another avenue of grafting. You were saying there's oh, like yeah. five different kinds <laughs> of fruit on one tree? Yeah, you could create that. It's called a cocktail tree. Cocktail tree. Yeah, Yeah, where you graft multiple different varieties of um, fruit trees Uh onto one actual stock, Uh and it provides you different fruits on one plant or one tree. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the beauty of grafting, yeah. So it's not always just cactus, you know. It could be uh, fruit trees or it could be uh, roses, too. Yeah, I've heard that, roses. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely grab, like, a... A few clippings, whether it be like a rare rose of like David Austin, and you could graft it onto like a, I don't know, um, an iceberg rose, you know, that grows rather quickly. Mm-hmm. And the David Austin is quite uh, rare. So it's, um, yeah, you could do a bunch of stuff. You could do a bunch of stuff like that. And a lot of people use it to save specimens as well, like like a seedling that's about to die or, you know, other things like that. You can yeah. potentially save its life by grafting it, right? Very much so. I have, and um, if you if you find a cactus that's like rotting out, uh, that's a way that you could save it. You know, mm. you could get a nice clean cut, sanitize your uh, tools, your materials, and uh, go ahead and graft it. And if you have a chance with uh, having it survive on that graft stock, it's gonna flourish. Maybe perhaps offsets, mm. seedlings. You know, and that's where you continue that that life for it. You know. Yeah. Now I have a question about that actually. Will you get offsets from your from your uh, stock and your scion sometimes? Sometimes, yes, you will. Um, I notice that uh, whether it be like a, a Hylocerus or a um, San Pedro or the Brugizis, they will always give pups at the bottom offsets, mm. and I always usually re- I I usually remove them and I try to keep them because I, I I think it's kind of bad that you toss away those pups, you know? Yeah. I'll always try to use whatever the plant's giving you, but usually both plants will provide you pups, you know, or offsets, yeah. And well, the, so, and the pups yeah. would be taking away energy from the scion itself, right? Because now the plant's mm-hmm. focusing energy on those pups instead of your plant that you have grafted on top. Very much so, yeah. So if you do want um, the actual growth on the top to focus on that, like to create more growth, then remove the actual pups that are coming from the grafting stuff. Oh, I need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that more uh, energy starts to flow yeah. to the very top. Yeah, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Cool. Yeah. So you offer plants online too, correct? You're doing e-commerce and wholesale and retail? Yeah, we have retail, wholesale, and we're online as well. Yeah. Wow. And uh, I started the online um, back in 2000, late 16 or 17, 2017, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly succulents, correct? Succulents and cactus, but mostly succulents, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where can they, they can find that? Garibaldo's nursery.etsy.com? Yes. Um, or Garibaldo's succulents. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Perfect. And it's in your bio as well. Correct. Instagram. Yeah. You can be mm-hmm. found on Instagram. Just putting that out there. Um, Thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's got to be intense, man doing all that uh so you because i know you you work with multiple people doing the like you got the long beach program it's just one example um but then you also have the retail section of your nursery and you're selling online i mean how how do you guys do it (laughs) oh man it's a little scary actually (laughs) and i don't want to like throw out a list of what we do throughout our days you know because um it's it takes like a i don't know it's you got to have a strong mindset you know yeah and um i think i get energy from my nursery a lot a lot of the time wow it's like i feel like my energy's my energy's always coming from like uh my nursery Mm. and i think that's what provides me the energy to keep going to keep pushing to keep on just just keep it keep it going you know and um 
some days we have early starts where we're doing morning deliveries, whether it be locally or San Diego, or, yeah, a lot of places, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 it feels like it's a four-man team right now, or you know, it's me, my brother Giovanni, my father Philip, my mother Estolia, uh-huh. um, and we're always just kind of there at the nurseries. It's either me and my mother at this main nursery that we have in Lakewood uh-huh. and my father and my brother Giovanni are on the secondary nursery, which is our growing grounds. And that nursery is about five acres. And that itself is a lot to maintain and water <laughs> and so on, you know, and yeah. it's quite a lot. So we're pretty much here providing um, customer service and helping out everybody that comes through publicly. Uh-huh. But we deal with a lot of landscapers, contractors, gardeners, and they send us their orders online or email or fax. And we're pretty much working after the gates are closed. It's kind of when the whole thing, the show starts to uh, really take off where we start gathering up the orders for tomorrow or um, pretty much just getting more stuff ready for the next day, you know? Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, um, I gotta say there's, there's a lot to this business and uh, I guess a little bit of a, just kind of uh, meditating, making sure you're always hydrated. Yeah, you're outside um, in the sun all, t- all the time. Oh, man. A lot of, yeah, I'm acclimated, bro. <laughs> Put me out in Arizona, <laughs> I'll be skin. fine. Just, yeah, <laughs> just as long as I got some water and a, and a sombrero, you know, I'll be all right. All right. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's long days, brother, you know. Yeah. Um, some days, uh, I think my longest day here was I woke up. Went to a delivery, which was like maybe around six. I got back, you know, and we pretty much close up here at four. And um, I'll take like an hour rest and um, I'll push it from like 530. Luckily, I have a light here and I'll stay here till like maybe the latest I was here till 10. So I had a full day here once, you know, and I uh, try to milk it the most that I can because um, we are a small family business. And sometimes when you own a business, you kind of have to take um, some sacrifices. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the rest of the nursery owners that, you know, are tuning in, they know what, what I'm saying, you know. Uh-huh. It's long long days, long nights, and it's a lot of sweat and blood and tears going to it, you know. Yeah. So, so it, it, but it's, uh, it's a, you have to learn how to have a passion for it, too. You yeah. Know? So I think uh, the passion truly carries me, too, you know. So that it's not actually work, you know? Yeah. They say you, yeah. you never work a day in your life if it's something you're passionate about. Exactly. Exactly how you said it, Garrett. Because um, honestly, like, I'm here every day and I love it. I have a passion for it, you know. Um, I learn every day from my plants. And um, I can't really say that I'm working because it's uh, quite the passion of mine. So I'm pretty much here, just kind of growing with my plants, man. I, I admire that outlook, but I do want to say you are a hardworking individual for sure. You've got some drive, yeah. brother. Because uh, a lot of people, I mean, you make me feel late like, when listening to this. I'm like, oh man, I need to do more of myself. Which is <laughs> inspiring. That's good. You're inspiring. It's not to be like a negative thing at all. It's just, it's beautiful. That's that's honorable, man. And, and do you have children? Yeah. Do you mind if I ask you that? Do you have children? No, it's okay. You can ask whatever you want, brother. You know, I'm an open book. <laughs> um, no, I do not have children. Um, I have a lot of babies to take care of yeah. here at the nursery. Yeah. Hence why it's called the nursery. Yeah. <laughs> They're babies to be looking after. So even though I did, I don't know how, you know, that's a balance. So to, to all of the guys and ladies that are doing this and or having a business and having kids, Wow, I salute them, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of respect and um that's time management. That's that's a balance. Yeah. And um that's something we all have to learn if we do uh you know, if we we take that upon ourselves into creating a seedling. Yeah. And we have to be there for that person, you know, that our our child and the same goes about my plants, you know. I have yeah. to be there. If I'm missing a day or two, best believe I'm going to lose plants, you know. So that's a beautiful. We got to be careful. I like that. Yeah, metaphor. absolutely, absolutely, brother. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm I'm 28 and I don't have kids and you know I usually say, 
primero Dios, and you know, God wants to provide me kids someday, you know. Um, I hope that the day that I, I'm going to be a father, I'm fully ready for it, you know, and I'm going to take my time yeah. actually giving my actual time to my child. Yeah. That in and of itself is a great statement, man, because I had children long before I was ready. And believe mm -hmm. me, I, I wish I had more skills and preparation and, and growth and time to mature and those kinds of things. So it is really important. So the, that's great. And the reason why I asked the question really it was because I could see you passing. This is a family business, you know, and this is you're going to probably pass this down to the next generation. Right. You know. Yeah, I'd love to, man. You know, um, there's not, there's, man, there's days that I'm not thinking about having my little, you know, baby around me here at the nursery while I'm watering or something, you know, just kind of already um, establishing that bond you know, with my nursery and my kid, you know. So there's, um, my nephews come around, you know, and I try to tell them like, hey, you know, tune in, you know, pay attention. see what's around, you know, pay attention. Yeah. yeah. And, and they will, and it's kind of tough right now because a lot of this new generations, a lot of parents bring by their kids, but sometimes they come out of the car with like technology in their hands. And and I try my best to always, you know, let them know like, hey, you know, there's a lot of things here, you know, uh, whether it be rocks, picking up rocks, or seeing hummingbirds or catching butterflies. I have butterfly nets if they want to catch butterflies, you know. Um, I, I try to teach the youngsters a little bit of something you know when yeah. they're here but a lot of the times i always often hear like don't touch this don't touch that like and actually touching plants it's a tangible memory so it's okay to touch plants i usually warn folks though uh, what plants not to touch though yeah. <laughs> and what plants you can't touch yeah but yeah man um i'd love to someday and like i said it's a family business that i would totally love to pass on yeah. wow so you've assumed the role of a teacher in a sense and you're providing this uh great place on sanctuary like you said earlier is a good way to describe it that's so cool and that you're like down to let them touch the plant some people would be worried that they're gonna rip the leaves off or something you know oh man come on yeah. I, man they could um they could play in the soil mound they could break a plant it's okay you know it's, it's all right <laughs> life doesn't end there you know it's yeah. it's okay that it's lesson i'll teach them a lesson out of that you know that's yeah. the beauty of it yeah don't take life too seriously exactly man yeah yeah, Can you yeah um yeah go for it go ahead oh, i was gonna ask uh could you tell me a little bit about what it was like surviving through the pandemic and like oh man what kind of changes you've seen and maybe even the the pain in people's eyes you you touched on it the other day when i was there yeah yeah um it's pretty heavy you know yeah um wow uh, i do want to say for everybody that is tuning in and listening um man, may peace be within the heart the mind and the soul because i know some of us lost uh, close family members and friends yeah. and loved ones you know yeah. um geez uh, try to live the life for them you know yeah. do your best with that and um always carry those folks with you you know but uh i lost a few customers close customers of mine you know yeah. and it c catches me off guard you know whether it be like hey how's your hubby or how's you know so and so and all of a sudden they say hey they, they passed away they died either yeah. from covid or something else and it's it's very trippy you know so yeah. for me being here talking to you that's it's it's quite a blessing right i'm grateful I'm grateful for that and I'm grateful for every day when I wake up. So, but yeah, man, the pandemic was something else. Um, I know that 2020 around March was a complete stop. Yeah. yeah. We didn't have nobody walk in, no wow. gardeners, no landscapers, no public, nobody. So we went like for a month or two with no customers. Wow. And, yeah. And it was just like, for us, it wasn't scary it was more like, oh, wow, we, we have some time on our hands to catch up, yeah. you know? Yeah. We could do this. We could do that. We could clean up. We could organize. There's there's time. There's mm. no time to lean. There's time to clean, you know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of what I learned at In-N-Out. But, mm. uh, man, the pandemic was scary. Um, I know it was pretty rocky. A lot of people lost their jobs. Yeah. Uh, we became an essential, uh, you know, 
we became just pretty much something that folks came by and just were glad that we were open. Yeah. Dang, dude. Pretty much the only thing that's open right now. And uh, people were coming by, whether they were buying plants or not, or just talking to us. And um, yeah, I was, I was pretty grateful that we were open and that we became like pretty much um, an essential for folks. You know, we were growing veggies, herbs, you know, we're still doing that. And we have yet to provide folks with fruit trees and other stuff. But for the most part, I feel as though uh, nurseries probably saved some lives. Yeah. And I say that with like full respect because a lot of folks weren't really truly doing so well yeah. in the mind and the heart, you know. So I'm very glad that nurseries were open for those that needed them. Yeah. But um, we're, we're, we, we have done so far pretty good and we're keeping up float. Last year, we totally kept the float and uh, this year definitely has been a little bit better. Yeah. But um, we, we pretty much um, saw a lot of n- new folks, new customers. Yeah. Yeah. And it was really nice to meet uh, new folks uh faces yeah this time around and um this was, there was a lot of teaching to be done whether it was new homeowners learning how to actually uh, plant some actual you know some new plants in their yard you know we had yeah. to actually guide folks from point a to point z because people were coming to us with no knowledge of how they were going to do this or... right so it was kind of fun it was kind of fun kind of having that time to guide everybody during this pandemic on, Hey, you could do this to your front yard or you could build these planters for veggies and you guys could harvest your own food, you know, during yeah. the pandemic. Or So there was a lot of uh, teaching that was being done during the pandemic. And I think um, around 2020, uh, May of 2020 mother's day um, when nurseries were essential, man, people started to flock in pretty heavy yeah you know to the point where even h and h nursery which is a nursery across from ours our nursery their overflow and the amount of people that were flocking in that nursery were just coming our way yeah so those new customers were just coming in here because they're getting pushed in yeah so we had new customers being forced in here which was crazy yeah you know and we don't advertise we don't right. we don't have a sign out there that says hey garibaldo's nursery open to public like yeah. you know we're very low profile and to, to whoever wa- walked in we always welcomed them with yeah. like open arms and you know so it was a new thing there was there was we had to be careful with everybody you know we whether it was with money or whether it was credit cards or you know debit we just had to be very mindful very considerate for others yeah so it was quite the quite the change we you know we found ourselves buying uh certain things for our customers to keep them safe you know so we're doing a little little things differently you know so if anything these past two years we were getting a lot of new uh homeowners and customers and not so much of uh new landscapers and gardeners because um the pandemic truly kept people inside yeah and i guess plants they were there for us to kind of you know pick up and learn about and some created a micro business out of it and some did it as a hobby you know so there was um it was a new it was a door opening man for a lot of folks absolutely yeah that's an incredibly beautiful uh, silver lining of of what we went through man absolutely and um we just had to be grounded we just had to be um very careful we were going through as a uh, community as human beings and um as just a country too and Mm. as the world you know Mm. so uh, and one says you know are you going to mask up or not? You know, can I, am I okay to mask up here? You know? And I felt it as if, um, when the, when the pandemic was full on, you know, everybody was like masked up, you know, Mm -hmm. safety first, you know, but now pretty much we're all spaced out. Everybody knows what they're doing. You know, nobody's kind of in everybody's faces, you know, 
here at the nursery, we're pretty spaced out, you know, yeah. everybody's considerate of others, you know, so yeah, it was, there was a lot of changes, a lot of changes, you know. Yeah. Well, there was an explosion of demand for our uh, flock of people going to this plant thing for sure. And whether it was new to them or rediscovering or they finally just had the time, you know, but uh, that's what I witnessed. And I would imagine that that was really great for somebody like you, you know, that has a nursery and online plant business. And, and not only that, the yeah. community aspect of the community growing and strengthening. Oh, man. That was beautiful. I right. saw that itself, and I said, "Wow!" Like, you could see the community growing like a damn plant, dude. Right. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I was like, "Wow!" Newcomers, new, uh, new folks that just are interested in this, yeah. and it was such a beauty, man. You know, it was something that. But it, I was a little sad that a pandemic had to do this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm just like, "Wow!" Um, I understand that. And I really wish that you, you know, uh, there's they're here for us always yeah. and that's the beauty of it you know so there's you know other than that i mean geez i'm pretty happy that plants were here for us during this pandemic you know yeah yeah but um geez that itself um there wasn't a day where i wasn't uh, reflecting on that All like right. wow re restaurants you know for, for an example man you know and um there was a day where i was constantly always thinking like wow um this nursery business it's doing really good it's doing all right we're keeping afloat and then there would be people that would come by supporting us and they would be restaurant owners they would tell me their stories and you know and it was just days where i would just I, it wouldn't be a day where i wasn't praying you know like damn i'm thankful that i'm having another day that i could open another day that i could close my gates you know and, yeah repeat that for a while you know and and i heard stories people you know having to close a business people fired laid off not unemployed you know so there was a lot of reflecting even while the nursery was thriving yeah. and i saw everybody else not doing so well and that's where i think um i started to kind of um think what what can i do what can i do to help out the community yeah. um should we uh do a little events here at the nursery you know yeah. little uh give people some space to kind of bend you know give them an opportunity to, to um i don't know start a micro business for themselves and have a little extra cash during this pandemic right. phase you know yeah so I, I was trying my best not to just you know it's not us it's, not just it's, it's about the people yeah. yeah so there was like a moment of reflection where i had to think about everybody else you know yeah so it, that itself, if we're not looking into that, like deeper, like, oh, the, you know, if you're thriving, you have to have everybody else thriving. You know? Yeah, you got to give back and bring yeah, people with you. Have, you pull the next man out of the hole. You know, absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Yeah. Always. Yeah. And, you're absolutely um, right. you know, micro businesses, any type of businesses, um, whether somebody's doing the same thing that you're doing. Um, it's best to always respect one another, you know, and um, you can't knock over somebody's hustle yes. if they're out there Thank doing you for it. Saying that, bro. Yeah, if they're they're out there doing it, that's full on respect to them because they're doing something, man. They're doing something throughout their days, and they're not just saying they're doing. So, yeah. props to everybody that has started a micro business and keep it going, and don't let don't let everybody else kind of bring you down. Okay, just protect your energy and your vibes and have good intentions. Don't yeah. forget to give back and be humble. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Dude, I'm so incredibly grateful that you said that because I do notice a lot of it and I'm not quite sure. I can't figure out and it doesn't really matter why, um, what the intentions behind some of this hate that comes towards people that, that uh, engage in this kind of thing. But people don't see um, just how much time and effort is being put into these things, you know, and, and I have the utmost respect now having seen it firsthand, uh, the, the, just mass amount of things that you have to invest not only your precious time but there's a lot of stuff that goes into if you have an online business you know 
and, and oh my I, Lord, I, I respect that so much. We don't know what these people are paying for this plant that they're selling for X amount of dollars. We have no idea. Maybe yeah. they're only paying $5 less than that. Who knows? But regardless, mm-hmm. I would never ever want to knock somebody that does that or come between a man or a woman or whoever, however you identify in your, in your paycheck ever. You know, I, I just respect that. You got to support your family and keep a roof over your head. So thank you. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, geez, um, we live in California, <laughs> you know, it's not and easy. It, it's not easy. And, um, uh, that's pretty much why most folks are kind of flocking away from California, uh-huh. you know, and, um, there's a lot of, uh, of this plant community that's not in California too, you yeah. know, and shout out to everybody else that's out there right. listening. That's not in Cali, you know, yeah. but, Big um, shout out to you guys for real. Yeah. It's, it's so cool to see everybody else growing succulents and that's not in California, in you know, Midwest or somewhere yeah. crazy or it's <laughs> cold and whatever yeah. extreme weather or growing, indoors. growing inside. Yeah. <laughs> Props to all of you that have uh, invested in growing lights. <laughs> so uh, it's a it's a beauty, man. We shouldn't be like fighting or we shouldn't be hating. Mm. Uh, we're working with plants, something that should be helping one another out. And we're like, say for instance, like I'm never like, don't go there, don't go there. Like, ah, if you need a plant, I'm gonna direct you to a nursery that might have it. Yeah. Sorry. I might, I might have it, and that's because I have no hate over anybody doing this. This is all a business. This is all love. This is all work, hard work that we're putting into this. So um, our, you have to respect everybody for doing that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Let's lift each other and, up. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. Right now. Right now. And um, everybody that has started this micro business or a shop or a plant store, oh, man, that takes a lot of time. A lot of investing, learning how to get this, learning how to get that, your license, your invest. Oh, man. And putting yourself so, out there, the vulnerability that comes with, you know, the humility man, even you have to absolutely. have to put yourself and out even, there. Yeah, and even doing this, you know, having your face out there, you know, um, because pretty much some folks are very shy. Some yeah. folks don't want to be out there. Yeah. Some folks... Um, I don't know. It's it's very different for everybody. So uh, for everybody that that is doing it, you know, props, man. And for those that want to dip their feet in there, man, take it, take the leap. You know, it's best to do it. And if you felt it's OK, um, it's rather rather than you knowing that you did it. And later on, you're regretting that you never did it. So right. go ahead and do it, you know. This has been a very positive episode, Ivan. Thank you very much. I've had the chills a handful of times. I want to get to these questions that we had submitted. <laughs> I apologize. I lagged on. I did it so last minute, but um, I did That's get okay. a few. I'm pretty bad about that sometimes. Let me see here. All right. We will start with Vic the Prick. What's up, Vic? He said, what's your favorite cactus to graft? Uh, favorite gra- Uh, Let's see. Um, wow. I got to say, um, lately, I know um, a lot of folks have, you know, jumped on this uh, lophophora, you know, mm-hmm. and some of us are like, oh, damn, you know, but, you know, I've had the most fun, you know, grafting them. And every time I do, I have a full on respect of doing it because that totally is a spiritual tool, you know, yeah. and I, I cannot disrespect that plant, you know, yeah. um, so that's something that I love to graft because I know it's part of my culture uh-huh. and I know that um, it's a plant not to be messed with. Uh-huh. And I know it's something that's kind of taking, a lot of folks are taking advantage of it, yeah. kind of pushing it out pretty heavy right now. And, you know, we must respect every plant for what they are and yeah. what they can do for us, you know, but that's something I love to graft. And other than that, um, I love to grab weird, ugly-looking cactus. Hmm. Yeah, just weird stuff. <laughs> You're absolutely yeah. right. It is sacred, and uh, I'm complicit, so I won't try to even candy coat it. I, I've jumped in on that, too, but I try to be as respectful and uh, reasonable as I can and to make sure that, that I'm sourcing ethically more than anything. But I appreciate that very much, and it is a beautiful plant. Very sacred. Very special. Absolutely. Very, 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 yeah. Yeah. Mama sucks. She absolutely adores you. She said, 
back when we had events before the pandemic, how many men attended? Oh, wow. Um, geez, Louise. Very little. In fact, sometimes I would be embarrassed because I would probably be the only guy there. Yeah. Wow. So it was how, mostly women how, in the in the succulent community, correct? That Yeah, it was... Um, very heavy respectively it was a beautiful thing and um it right. still is and it, it's a little i feel as though some are a little bit timid from uh and it's a joke when i say most of the pricks <laughs> nobody's a prick i'm just saying yeah. a lot of us guys are into cactus and it's true some of us are into cactus and some of us are into succulents it's okay but um i think for the most part um i feel as though a lot of these guys went into cactus pretty heavy and you know um it's i think um some got really like whether they got hurt or got a little bit too um i don't know but macho. they need to be i feel i feel as though that's the word yeah. yeah i feel as though that's the word but um which could deter feminine energy away from the community it's true and um that's why we have to be respectful with yes. everybody you know and the way we treat certain things you know um and i'm so sorry i'm over here like holding this pee cactus you know like <laughs> the only cactus <laughs> i got next to me you know i'm sorry about that but you know um geez yeah it was pretty heavy uh, we would have events um succulent egg hunts and it was mostly gals it was mostly mm. women and I would probably be the only guy there back in the days. Wow. Or, um, yeah, it was pretty, uh, I was very lonely as a guy, as a dude, you know, yeah. way, way back in the days. And now it's like, wow, you know, you see a, a good amount of folks out there now, you know. But I feel as though the group that I once knew is not very present mm. because there's a lot happening nowadays you know? on social media. Yeah. <sighs> Man, that's devastating because, you know, I actually tend to, to get along better with women. And I was raised by pretty much all women in my household. And uh, I always here. thought of the same thing with the succulents, too. You think girly. Um, but nonetheless, without stereotyping or anything like that, like it, wherever they are at, wherever these ladies are at, like I would love to host you. And even if you just say hi, uh, reach out, please feel free to reach out because I have 26% female listenership, which is like it kind of bums me out, you know. I don't want this to yeah. be like some bro show, because <laughs> that's not what my intention is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, mm -hmm. Please feel free to reach out, and maybe us men should take into consideration what what was just said. For sure. Absolutely. So, um, but yeah, those were the days where um, <laughs> I was the only dude. <laughs> yeah, wow. that was quite fun, actually. I bet. Yeah. You know, Picky Nikki's Rocks wants to have a, a rock hideout. Uh, she asked me if I could talk to Sergio about it, but um, that, that'd be fun. It kind of sounds similar to your egg hunt thing. Uh, hiding, She wants to hide her painted rocks in nurseries and have like a little hunt. So just putting that out there. Absolutely. Cool idea. Yeah. She <laughs> said, Mama Sucks said, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> and all four, yeah, dude. Mama sucks, Christine. Wow. Um, yeah, she's been a great friend of mine, man. I love Christine. She's a great gal. And if none of you guys, if you guys don't know her, man, it's a shame, you know, because yeah. uh, she's she's a spark in your world. And um, geez, um, there was a good amount of years where I was finding myself mm -hmm. in her growth, self love, and. Um, I felt as though the only person I could trust was Christine at wow. the moment. Yeah, that's how good of a friend she was to me, you know. And um, we would hang out. We would go to um, Placita Olvera, you know, have some margaritas. We would uh, go to, um, geez, we went to um, the Arboretum together with a couple of other gals, you know. And it was always like that, where we were just always hanging about, you know. It was fun. And that was like early 2017, and then we we joined the Cactus Club, and we started to see other folks there. You know, so she I think is the the longest uh, Instagram follower for us, you know, like the truly the original Instagram yeah. followers for Garibaldos. Yeah. Cool. 
I owe I owe her so much. Yeah. That's beautiful. You know what? And I'll say this too, Christine. She uh, reached out after I did an episode that was really heavy with uh, Planty Fur. And uh, she said, the first thing I thought of, my, my maternal side wanted to give you guys a hug. And uh, she's checked up on me a handful of times since then because I shared some, right some difficult stuff. And yeah, I have the utmost respect for her and I very much appreciate her. And I'm really happy to hear that, that you have such an awesome what? relationship with her. That's yeah, cool, and I... And I'm proud of you, man, for, you know, showing and sharing your story out. You know, you. It's, it takes a lot of, man, it takes, Thank you. I, I, I respect you for sharing that, man. You know, it's you. Some, something that's probably personal, but uh, yeah. And I'm glad you're here. You know. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Our final yeah. question is from the Pokey Raccoon. Shout out to the Pokey Raccoon. What's the most challenging thing about owning a nursery? <laughs> Wow, I could be here for another day. <laughs> <laughs> What's not challenging about it? <laughs> um, um, keeping yourself, um, wow, um, full of energy. Just always having some good energy on you, you know? Um, whether you know it or not, you know, a lot of us are dealing with stuff. And um, that's something that I always try to remember is that no matter what, I'm going to try my best to always give my good energies and good words so that they carry away, you know, with their day with that. But um, I notice that when I'm doing that, I'm kind of like, you know, pushing out my energy to them, you know. Mm. So that's, I think, the most difficult thing is that I always have to feel like I have to, um, I want to be always uplifted always in a happy mood and always um, just joyful but in life life gets tough you know there's a lot of uh, things that we're dealing with outside the business or with the business or you know so I think the most difficult thing is to always have a smile on you you know because some of us sometimes are doing good and some of us sometimes are not doing good so if that person is smiling always just check up on them always just make sure if they're doing all right yeah i feel as though i'm a lucky guy though and um i'm always here and i'm always grateful and um, i think running a nursery is not it's not easy um if you have family members uh, you know you're gonna require them and if that's what they want to do and help you out you know Sometimes some family members don't want to be there anymore, you know. Yeah. So um, shout out to the familia, to like Mescala and um, Oscar, because I know their family. And, you know, I've I, props to Oscar. I've seen him the day that he said he was going to start his nursery. And look at that. Like yeah. Props to him. It's quite the beauty and um, quite the specimens and yeah. Sergio, too, you know. Hell so yeah. prop, props to a lot of those guys. And Props to even more to those guys that are doing it on their own. And I know a few of them. And it's difficult, difficult work, man. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's folks that are probably even working harder than me. So that's something to think about, you yeah. know. You know, you strike me as an empath. So I would imagine that like, what, based on what you were just saying, trying to be there for other people could be draining sometimes, you know, if you don't protect your energy, which is kind of what my takeaway was from what you were just saying. A moment ago, it, it's that's very understated. It's important to protect ourselves, right? The reason why I say that is because mental health is important, yeah. and um, that was like the key word in that, you know. And yeah. I didn't say it, but it's it's out there, you know. Mental health is important, and uh, when someone's running a business, it's very stressful. Yeah. Um, Take care of yourself. whether it be a yeah, whether it be a nursery or a restaurant or anything, anything, you know. So just take care of yourself and take care of your energy and your vibrations. And everybody that comes to my nursery, I will take care of you guys like if you guys are family to me. Because there's a lot of other places that you guys could check out. But if you guys, you know, guys are coming my way, you guys are going to get treated like family, you know. And that's because that's how we were raised up, you know. So and sometimes we have to be careful. Because a lot of us sometimes are a little off and we want to help those folks, you know. So I always have to be uplifted so I could, you know, you never know when you're going to run into those folks that need it the most, that energy from you. you. Mm. So Mm. it's okay to pass that down, you know. Mm. You just got to get recharged up again. (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. 
you did an excellent yeah. job, Ivan. Thank you so much, man. This has been a powerful episode. I, I'm very absolutely. happy. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. Job, and uh, there's so much to it. There's there's so much history into the nursery, you know, from my mentors, from my childhood stories, from like running away from other nursery owners' dogs, or there's, <laughs> it's endless. It's endless, you know. So it's been fun here. I'm, you know, I'm 28 years old and um, I have about four or five years back coming from In-N-Out. And prior to that, you know, I was already here at the nursery at the age of six, seven, you know, so I've always been around a nursery. So I don't know if I'm going to, you know, who knows, maybe down the line, if I'm, you know, older and I'm still doing this and I can't believe if I do get there, I just can't wait to meet that person myself you know can't wait to uh know what i know what i know you know and props to everybody that's doing this as a hobby you know uh, much respect you know for everybody hell yeah could you put the address out let's drop the address what's the address for the nursery <laughs> it's 8834 rose street all right Lakewood. we're in the city of bellflower, bellflower adjacent to lakewood yeah okay bellflower all right if everybody thank you so much ivan yeah, shout out to my homie, Young William and Nelson. Yeah, and uh, to the whole Long Beach Cactus Club and to all of the plant community. Love you guys. All right. If everybody could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit the share button, I would very much appreciate that. I hope you have a great night. Bye.